Welcome back to Open House with Mark Seawick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Seawick team at Keller Williams Realty, a Greater Rochester Real Estate Podcast. This is episode 55. How was your fourth, Mark? It's great. Thanks for asking. Hammondsport? Hammondsport. Ah, uh, of course. Down to the place in Hammondsport, and I did nothing. I, it, it, was, it was great. It's such an odd thing to say, but for those in the industry, those who are listening in the industry, we all realize that from the third week of January, you know, middle of February, somewhere in there, until sometime in the summer, all we do is run. Yeah. We literally, like, it's seven days a week, it's, you know, it's 60, 65, 70 hours a week, and there comes a point in time when you're actually able to enjoy a weekend without the barrage of text messages and phone calls, and it was so remarkably human. It was it was yeah. it, it was just so relaxing. Duffy and I sat fireside on two six two consecutive nights and I don't think we said more than three words to each other. We just, <laughs> just enjoyed it. Just, yeah, the just peace. Enjoyed the peace, yeah. the quiet. The, oh, the air awesome. was beautiful. Yeah, it was great. What about you? Yeah, we had a pretty low key one too. How's that? How's that trampoline of yours? It's great. Still, okay. Trampoline update. Still yeah. functioning. Okay. Still, uh, still going strong. Okay, yeah, good. we just had like a fall small family get together. Um, actually, got a house for my brother and sister in law that has a nice pool. Oh. Um, so. is, is this Connor? Yep. Okay. So we went over there. Okay, good. So they got to host. So that was uh, that was excellent. I did get a cool text though. Uh, from some clients, actually. Yeah. That they, um, I got them a house over on Juanita Lake, which is near Cuco. Oh, oh yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. And they, uh, they were there for the fourth, and I would, you know, they reached out saying how great it is, and she said something that was kind of interesting. She, I asked about if there was fireworks on the lake. She said so many, and they put out all these red flares out on Saturday night, and I said, oh yeah, that's the Ring of Fire, which they. Had no idea it was a thing. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. so she actually said we, we're all we um you know we're learning so much and in the community aspect of yeah, yeah. of it is is really cool. So that was neat to see. It's, I always love when clients reach out with with stuff like that with updates to their homes or just how yeah, their experience yeah. is going. So oh, that's great. So that's, it's really cool. That's yeah. wonderful. So fourth was great, but yeah, got to recharge a little bit and then pray for me. Yeah, I'm gonna be heading to Sandbridge, Virginia, uh, in Virginia Beach. Actually leaving on Sunday, back on Friday, and we were going to fly, but the thought of being trapped oh, right, right. In, in an airport with two small children, of uh, my oldest son is three and a half, our yeah. youngest is eight months, seemed like an absolute nightmare. Absolutely. So, so, we, yeah. so we canceled the flights, got the credit for the flights, we'll maybe use them later. What is and it, we're 12 hour try, drive? Um, with stops, yeah, probably around 12. So we're going to break it up halfway through. Okay. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Have fun. Yeah, should be good. Should wow. be good. Wow, that's great. Um, as far as the market, some interesting things going on. Again, it's been a very interesting time. It, it, is, it is a very, very interesting time. Absolutely. Let's dive in. Yeah, let's go right into the uh, the market update here. Okay. Uh, as of last week's podcast, there was 572 active lift listings in Monroe County, currently sitting at 570 right now, okay. so just a small drop. Okay. And then a bit of an increase in the six-county region. It was 285 last week now. At wait, nine, wait, last week it was what? Uh, sorry, 985. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, now at 996. So a bit of a wow. jump up. We're, al- we're almost going to Almost 1,000. Wow. When's the last time there was 1,000 listings in the six-county oh region? Oh, my God. It was the other turn of the last century. It's been I think. a while, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the most interesting things that's that's been happening has obviously been the mortgage interest rates. Well, and yeah. we've documented that at length. You said something just a, a minute ago that was actually quite surprising. The fact that mortgage rates have dropped for the second week in a row, notching the largest decline mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. December of 08. Yeah. So the 30-year fixed rate mortgage was 5.3%, down from 5.7% the week before, according to Freddie Mac. Yep. 
And it's interesting to see, obviously, we've been talking a lot about what the Fed has been doing and raising these rates. So now these lenders and institutions are bringing them down just a little bit again. Right. It's, I think that the 15th of June, uh, it, it was, it was the 15th of June, uh, Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve said, okay, we are going to raise interest rates three quarters of a point. And boom, it was instantaneous. I mean, like things really started to slow down. Yeah. And, 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 you know, seize up is, 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 is far too strong a phrase, but they definitely started to slow down. Compared to where they were, again. Exactly, yeah. So you're be- I'm beginning to wonder and think, okay, maybe was that a little bit of an overcorrection and such a jolt to the system that some of these banks are now starting to uh, reduce rates in an attempt to uh, jumpstart the system a little bit. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, there are so many contradictory things playing out in the market right now. Uh, it, before we go into some of that, I do think it's a great opportunity for somebody who is interested in buying. Now is the t- like now is the time. Yeah. Because on the twenty seventh of July, uh, there's going to be a seventy five uh, basis point increase in interest rates again. That will more likely than not translate into uh, interest rates at six and a quarter, six and a half percent uh, within thirty days' time. So if you're thinking of buying, do it now. Yeah. Do do it now. Uh, a a $250,000 property, that one point is going to cost you $2,500 more per year in interest. You know, a, a quick math, obviously, a little over $200 per month. That's a lot of money. It does. It adds up quick. It yeah. does. And on the other side of that, if you're a seller, sell now too. Sell now. Because <laughs> you want to be there where there's the most amount of buyers, obviously. Yes, That's going yes. to be to your benefit. Exactly. Um, you know, We just had a, a listing appointment with, uh, with a client the other day. And you know, to quote you, basically, the longer you wait, the less proper, the less value your property will have. Right, right. And again, no correction. We you know, every week we say this. We're not going to be seeing a correction. But if you can enjoy the opportunity or the possibility of a bidding war today and the possibility of selling it twenty five or thirty five thousand dollars over asking, do it because I don't think that opportunity exists in September and October. So, and, and I think it's really important to bring up this point, which is something that we brought up to the client that we met with. And I think a lot of sellers struggle with this. They want the property to be in perfect condition. Right, right. Um, she she had, what was it, the gutters? There was a <laughs> yeah, slight yes, gutter yes, issue yeah, that needed yeah, to be replaced. Yeah. And we said, that doesn't need to be done beforehand. Yeah, and it, it was actually a very sweet appointment in that she was so concerned about how much work she had to do on the interior. Mm-hmm. And we started walking through and we're like, oh, my God, A, it was charming yes. AF. Um, <laughs> but not only was it charming, um, she had only had a weekend's worth of decluttering to do. So, yeah. but, but let's go back to the economy for just a moment. I mean, there, there, are, there are so many contradictory. So the Times um, uh, posted an article, I think yesterday, there about, uh, maybe this morning. There are very, very strong signals going on in the market right now that would indicate that we are heading toward a recession. Um, and they include um, uh, consumer spending. Um, having dropped uh, 0.3% in the month of May, they're going to revise their April numbers. Uh, real estate sales have gone down. Um, consumer confidence, consumer confidence dropped to like a 70-year low. Wow, really? Okay. Which is really, really incredible. Yep. Um, there's, um, uh, I, I think, startup funding um, is down. Um, copper, copper is this bellwether um, commodity. Um, and so commodity markets are off. The bond market is signaling that we're going into a recession. And then today, we wake up to the 8.30 uh, jobs report, and 
everything that I just mentioned was completely and absolutely contradicted because the uh, the jobs report came in stating there were another 237,000 jobs huh. created last month, defying all expectations. So I just want to check the numbers here to see if I got that nut, uh, that, that right. Um, I wonder how much of that is in part to the... Oh, the- you know, I, I, I'm sorry. Three hundred and seventy-two thousand. Oh, wow. Even more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Three hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars. You know. So I mean, that's. So we're getting very, very contradictory numbers. You know. Huh. And the job market—it's always been a bulwark uh, against um, against a recession. So you've got you know these eight or so indicators of the Times was reporting last night or this morning, and then you wake up um, at, at eight thirty this Interesting. morning. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So who who knows um, where we're headed? Um, Jerome Powell has some tap dancing to do. I wonder, going back to the jobs real quick, I wonder how much of that is a, a reaction to the great resignation and now people having to get back to work. Oh, that's a, that's a great question. That's that's a very, very interesting question. Actually, one of the things that I found really interesting about the report was the fact that the service industry, uh, that those uh, one of the leading job creators. Really? Okay. That, over the course of, I think that gives some credence to what yeah, I'm saying yeah, then. Yeah, exactly. Because all we've been seeing is short staff, short staff, short staff. And I think we even speculated, was it last week or maybe the week before, about how so many of these people um, were taking advantage of the extra payments that were, were being handed out last year. And we expected that there was going to be this big bounce back. And there has been a delay in that. So maybe right. this is finally... Yeah. The, the, the funds have finally run out, and now it's time to go back to work. Yeah, so yeah. maybe that's it. It, it, it will. It, it is. It is an interesting and it's a confusing time. The markets uh, will obviously, given all these contradictory messages, uh, the, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of turbulence, uh, and it'll be interesting to see once again how it is that all of this is going to impact the real estate market. I mean, I, I can say that we're we're having another good month, but it's definitely. It's definitely slowed down for us. Well, I think the prediction that you you know we've been talking about for the past month or so is that July and August will probably be a little down, and then things will probably yes, pick yeah, back up in yeah, September yeah. moving forward. Yeah, as, as people you know get, get used to the temperature, yeah. the cold water that's being you know uh, splashed in their face right. by, Federal, by Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve. Yeah. Um, the, the same article that talked about the the rate drop for the mortgage rates also had an interesting uh, nugget in there that. Maybe a silver lining for home buyers, and that's that more homes are hitting the market. In June, active listings mm-hmm. increased by uh, annual growth in the by the largest annual growth in the history of Realtor.com's data. Wow, wow, that's really fascinating. Yeah. Um, Again, does that in part play with homes are on the market longer? Yeah, the, the, and it's it's obviously a piece of the puzzle. It is it is a piece of the puzzle. That's really an interesting statistic. You know, you you have to question and wonder: Did people? not see did these consumers these these home sellers did they not see or read the tea leaves uh that that that, that we've been talking about yeah. since february february yeah somebody actually was interviewing me yesterday uh to potentially list their house They're like ah you know you guys just say all this stuff and like you know you know yeah, yeah sure you were predicting i was like no it's it's all online right like, <laughs> go, go listen go, go go listen to the podcast go read my blog Here's the yeah, look at the newsletters right. yeah exactly no so. we stand out what we say and if uh if it turns out to be different then you know we own that but oh yeah we definitely do own that yeah. if we're making a mistake we yeah yeah we own it so anyway okay this is interesting too this was uh this is a tweet uh from the national association of realtors home homes listed received an average of 4.2 offers that's down from 5.5 offers in april of 2022 and five offers in may of 2021 I wanted to talk about this a little bit. I wanted to talk about the number of offers when you're a seller. Because when it comes mm-hmm. down to it, you need to have enough, but it gets to the point of gluttony. 
the days where there was 15 to 20 offers on basically every property was unnecessary. It was, it was exciting and it was exhilarating yeah. and it gave it gave home sellers bragging rights yeah. um, around the uh, the water cooler, electronic mm-hmm. or otherwise. Um, but but yeah, it, but it, it meant it, nothing ultimately. Yeah, yes. Well, well actually, no. well, not nothing. But I, I will say that most of the time it really did mean nothing. But there was our, our dear friend um, uh, Nelly who just moved to California, yeah. and we had that one offer um, that that came in at the very last minute. Uh, from somebody who was selling um, uh, and moving here from Manhattan. And boom, $125,000 yeah. over any other offer that had been tendered. Wow, so, that's so, wild. Yeah. So, so thank God for that. You know, th- th- but that was that was the, the exception to the rule. But I, I guess my point with, with these crazy number of offers was typically, in most cases, mm-hmm. there was a handful that would rise to the top. Yes. There was usually only two or three or four that were really in contention to get that property anyway. So before sellers start panicking when, oh, my friend sold their property for, you know, they had 25 offers and we're only going to get five, don't panic. It's not as important of a number as you might think. You bring up a really great point because we've been talking for the past six weeks about the the lovers. You know, the number of showings has diminished significantly. The number of offers being uh, presented or tendered has diminished significantly. But prices really, they haven't corrected. Um, and I think it's in part due to the fact that one doesn't need for 16 yeah. offers to come in uh, because you can accomplish the exact same uh, increase in value just by securing three, four, five offers. Uh, in, in other yeah. words, the, the, market, the market speaks for itself. The market is going to um, rise to, uh, to whatever level. And if a house is worth $250,000, and you know what? 16 offers will tell you it's worth $250,000. Five offers will tell you the exact same thing. I know our transaction coordinator, Yvonne, appreciates the way things are working out right now. <laughs> that is for sure. Not having to pour through poor 25 offers. Oh, yeah. Poor Yvonne. Yeah, she was pulling her hair, her hair out there. Before we move on to uh, some of the celebrity real estate, and we've got an interesting mixed bag today. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about oh, the big news? I am. Yes, we're growing. Yes, we're this is very growing. exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we just purchased a, a new building. Um, so, so, so we, we got to squash any rumors. We are not leaving Keller Williams. Yes. We love Chuck Gilbert. Um, <laughs> we, we love our colleagues at KW and we're staying with, with Keller Williams. However, um, we do have a growing team, um, and our space requirements are changing. And, and I'm also, I'm a guy who, you know, I don't rent. I mean, I own, uh, I, I own uh, property and, mm-hmm. I, and I, I'm a landlord. So it, it's, it's always seemed really odd to me that, you know, having been doing this for 30 some years, that I actually rent space uh, to house the real estate team. So we just consummated uh, the purchase of a property on uh, Monroe Avenue in the town of Brighton. Uh, I'm actually going there today at three o'clock for the <laughs> for the inspection. Nicole, our operations. Um, How did uh, she director. take the news? She was thrilled. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, she was good. thrilled because the other place <laughs> I was looking at was going to cost us two point two million. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So she's you know she's thinking that you know um, <laughs> something less than two point two million was yeah, yeah. Um, a, a, a far better um, option. Um, and so I'm very very excited about it. And then Duffy, um, for those of you who know Duffy, he's got just a great eye. Um, and so we will be living, um, we, we will be housed in a very, very, very nice um, uh, property. Again, Monroe Avenue in Brighton, uh, closing sometime in the middle of uh, September. I'll probably end up doing some kind of before and after videos. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, then, uh, and then we'll be moving in after, uh, after the renovations, uh, probably right around uh, the holidays. Yeah, uh, very exciting time for the team, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, <laughs> the joke has been uh, currently therapists are, are housed there. The joke throughout the team has been, maybe just keep one on retainer. 
<laughs> just have one stay. Um, just have so, one stay. So they've now told me that. <laughs> really? Oh, just one. Just have one on retainer. It's not a bad idea. It's that's not a bad great. idea. Uh, no, that's awesome. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be incredible to have our own space and and, yeah. and make it what we want it yes. to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. good stuff there. All right, you ready to move on here? Yeah, let's do it. This is pretty wild. The Oracle founder Larry Ellison had pays uh, paid one hundred and seventy three million dollars for uh, Jim Clark, billionaire of uh, Netscape fame, the Netscape wow, co-founder, yeah, Jim right, Clark, yeah. in uh, Manulipin, Florida. Uh, Ever been? Uh, no. Never been to? Okay. Nope. Okay, let me, talk, let me tell you about this. This is a more than 30-bedroom compound with 1,200 feet on the Atlantic Ocean and 1,300 feet along uh, Lake Worth that oh, connects okay. via tunnels. It includes a furnished tunnel underneath the South Ocean Boulevard that features a 15-foot-wide gallery. You want to talk about excess? Are we going to have a tunnel um, for our new, our new space, Mark, wow, do you think? Wow, wow, yeah. <laughs> actually, those tunnels are actually a fairly common thing. Really? Um, I, I, this has got to be, I don't know the name of the town, but it's got to be right near um, uh, West Palm. Okay, Because yeah. there are a lot of these properties that have beachfront, uh, but, you know, but, but the, uh, the amount of land available on the beach itself Fairly small, sure. So then they create these tunnels so you don't have to, you know, physically cross the street. You walk into the tunnel and then you, you know, and then you go to. The, usually, there's like a second residence. Or yes, something. there are. So oh, is yeah. it, okay, great. On, on the other side of the street. So there we go. So the property has a 12 bedroom main house, uh, two four bedroom beachside cottages because you need to have two, obviously. Wow. Uh, a seven bedroom mango house. What is a mango house? I have never heard of a mango house before. That's a great question. Okay. So probably like even smaller. I mean, because okay. that's, you know, small or no, bigger, I guess, because it's seven bedrooms. Okay. Um, and a staff house and recreational amenities, including a swimming pool, golf area, tennis court, and half basketball court. They couldn't spring for the full basketball wow. court. Wow. Wow. Come on. You have a tunnel. Wow. Larry, Larry Ellison. Wow. Yeah. Um, not, not too shabby. Um, yeah, good, good for good for Larry Ellison. I mean, yeah, he's you know he's he's done well. Um, uh, Jim Clark paid ninety four million for it, by the way, when he bought the compound. Wow, so um, pretty big jump up. I there. mean, the, the, these these text titans. I mean, it just. I mean, they've done so well. It's crazy God. money. Yeah. Um, how about this? We'll we'll go back a bit here. The townhouse on East Ninety Third Street. That was built around 1930 for members of the Vanderbilt family. Just sold for fifty two point five million. That's according to two people familiar with the transaction. Uh, Off-market deal actually closed on Tuesday. Uh, the Upper East Side townhouse was briefly ordered privately for $68 million in 2019. The seller was, um, was an English antiques dealer. Oh, who was it? Uh, Carlton Hobbs. Is okay. that name familiar? Um, I, I ju- um, no, no. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of love. There are a number of these guys, uh, men or women, who own um, uh, art galleries. Um, and oh, that's what he used. Yep, exactly. Yeah, the art gallery will be on the first floor, yep. you know, on the Upper East Side somewhere, and then you know, the other residence is on the second and the third floor. So exactly. Yeah. Yep. The uh, the East Ninety Third Street house uh, was his home, and he had his gallery for his collections there as well. So t- roughly twenty three hundred square feet. Twenty three hundred square feet. It's a good amount of space. Yeah, I mean, for, for yeah, for for the Upper East Side, yeah. Um, but there's there's no mention of uh, of Anderson Cooper or any you know like no. uh, or his mom or any of that no none of that okay. no um, I, I I gotta go back because I, I okay so I, I, oh I love Mango the, House no 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 uh, <laughs> uh, I, I gotta uh, uh, screw up the pronunciation but whether it's Manalapin or Manalapin uh-huh. um, it, it's it translates from the Lenape Indian word uh-huh. Manal okay. for drinking and Pawnee 
for bread, meaning good land to settle upon. Huh? Okay. So, yeah. So there we go. Nice. So, um, yeah. We are an educational podcast, as you know. So. Yeah. Actually, Pawnee, P-A-U-N-E for bread. Um, and then there's still Indi- Indian bread. Um, it's still called uh, pony. Ah. P-O-N-I. Um, okay. So, yeah. There we go. For those of you who enjoy the New York Times crossword puzzle. Uh, moving on. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about Bill Gates. Okay. Okay. Um, he is, he's got big plans. He recently... Big, this is a guy, this is a big thinker. This is a guy who always has big plans. Yeah. He is the brand new owner of more than 2,000 acres of prime farmland in northeastern um, North Dakota. That was one purchase that he made. And really? then he just, he just, yep. And then he just made another purchase. Well, wait, why would one buy 2,000 acres in North Dakota? What's he got cooking? I don't know. That's a good question. No, that, that's just very interesting because, I mean... You, you think of these tech titan, titans, you know, and all this money in the land they want to buy, you usually think um, California, you right. think Montana, you think Wyoming, you think Florida, mm-hmm. um, would you think, or, or Hawaii. Would you think Rome? But, um, well, right, so, so, it's, so, so he's, he's, he's about two I would, pieces. I wouldn't, I wouldn't normally think North Dakota. Yeah. And what about Rome? What's going on in Rome? So that's Ro- where... Rome, Rome, Italy? Yes. Yep. Um, so he is apparently planning on putting up a six-star hotel. Wow. There's not six star hotels. That that's not a thing that exists. There's five. They yeah, go to five, yeah, yeah. just to five. Um, what do you know about it? So Gates, uh, the former CEO of Microsoft and the largest uh, fa- uh, shareholder, uh, and his investment par- partner are paying 170 million for this property in Rome, and they will likely shell out big bucks to turn the building, which spans four city blocks, Whoa. in the heart of Rome into a luxury hotel. That reportedly will include about 100 rooms and possibly space for a conference center, gym, and spa. Again, it is planned as a six-star hotel, even though such rankings don't officially exist right now. Wow. Well, you know, that's great marketing. I mean, that's, that's clearly and obviously great yeah. marketing. Um, good for him. Yeah. That, that, um, uh, they say the heart of Rome, but they don't really say where. So they say it's the – uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try my best here. The Palazzo Marini in Rome. Okay. The Palazzo Marini. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a 17th century structure located near the fabled Spanish Steps. Okay, there so, we go. Does that give you more value? Okay. Tre- yeah, Trevi Fountain right there. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. We'll go from the six-star hotel being built by... And, and by the way, that that is like... That is great, really. Yeah. It's a really great neighborhood. That's four city blocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, it's a great neighborhood in and of itself. And then, and then to buy something that has four city like that's, yeah. that's um I think I sent you a, an article. You're probably this is probably your segue. Yep. Gucci. Are we yes. Gucci? Yes, oh, we my are. God. We are. Oh, in London. We're we're being very international today. Very, very, yeah. Um so this is on Grafton Street, which is a highly affluent area in London. Um Gucci bought the the it was actually a home, but Gucci bought it. In 1998, during Tom Ford's tenure as yep. the creative director, yep. um, they did a 24-month renovation on this place, officially moved it in 2000. They'd be there for about the next decade. Ended up relocating in uh, 2010. But it was originally built in the 1770s, wow. which when you, when you go to Europe, it's absolutely mind-boggling being you know, from here in the States where things are only so old to go there and... and Seventeen seventy, right? Well, you know, it's like, like it's like young. Let's for, go back to this place that Bill Gates is buying in yeah. Rome. I mean, you know, God knows when that place was right. you know, w- w- was built. Um, for those, I mean, it really is. If um, for those who are listening, go to Architectural Digest, type in Gucci, um, and see what this place looks like because it's incredible. It, it, yeah, it, it is. It, it's this really beautiful marriage of 
old and, you know, it, it's London old and, you know, Palladian architecture and just really, really beautiful. But then um, for those who have the skill set and the ability to commingle that sense of... Which that, is that, tough. That it's a tough thing to do. Yeah, with a modern sensibility. Yeah. That is not easy. Like, if I were to do it, it would be like, you know, why did you put that modernist whatever right. into this very, very old... And it just, it, it's jarring. But when you got somebody like Tom Ford and his design team uh, putting all this together, it really... It, and, like... That light fixture in the conference room is unbelievable. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, so, 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 <laughs> simply so, so, ridiculous. So check it out, ladies and gentlemen. It really yeah. is beautiful. It's very 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 sophisticated. Yep, it's a fourteen thousand square foot home. It has all those modern amenities, but it also has the the gold plaster work that was done by Joseph Rose. It was uh, actually built by architect Sir Robert Taylor uh, originally. So yes, marrying the old and the new. A uh, wow. couple, couple more to get here. I know. Actually, one more to get here, I guess. And I know you're a huge fan of this show. Um, which show is that? Succession. Oh, Succession, yes. Awesome. Great show. So the Walworth Tower, Walworth Tower uh, apartment featured in the show has mm-hmm. just sold for $20 million. I'm surprised it's still... I, I, I very distinctly remember those episodes. Um, that's when there was a divorce going on. Oh, and, and of course, there's a battle between you know the son and the father. Yes. Um um, yeah, that, that's what it was. That, those are the episodes. This is the place that has like the, the spiral staircase. Yeah, so it's uh, Pavilion A is what they're referring to it okay. as. That was featured in the show. That was actually Kendall uh, Roy's war room. Okay. Uh, in the show for the series there. Yeah. Um, and, and for those who who, uh, uh, who watch the show, this is where he's at war with his father, yep. and then one by one, his siblings start making their way into the apartment, uh, and. They then somehow or another, over the course of twelve minutes, uh, decided they're going to like you know leave leave their dad behind and uh, and join their brother. You know, as it does, as it happens in her life. So realistic, (laughs) so realistic. Yeah. Uh, The unit has five bedrooms, four bathrooms, two and two and a half uh, bathrooms across, sixty-seven hundred square feet. In addition to twenty-seven hundred and seventy exterior square feet and a duplex terrace as well. But if you've seen the show, you know that you've mentioned this before. This. The real estate and the architecture in Succession is next level. Yes, yeah, and as I mentioned before, it's usually not uh, real estate or architecture that is owned by um, or enjoyed by members of the Roy clan. It's usually people who are ancillary characters, sure. and supporting characters. They're the ones who usually have like the eye-popping, beautiful, over-the-top um, uh, apartments and, and residences. Because it's only showing up one time versus showing up multiple times yes, if, you, yeah, if you're yeah, part yeah, of the main yeah, yeah, <laughs> characters. Yeah. I'm sure that's definitely a cost thing. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. That's what we got for this week. All right. Not too good, bad. Yeah, yeah. Good show. Um, I'm going to go outside. I don't know about you, but I'm going to go outside. I'm wearing a pair of jeans and a t-shirt as we speak. There we go. I've got no appointments today, which is fantastic. Just a free Friday. Uh, I am going to open my laptop on the side porch. And Actually, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. Never mind. We, we are. So just a very quick uh, uh, segue. We, we, our, our property is 125 years old. Um, and after 125 years, in case you weren't <laughs> aware, yes. cedar shakes um, need to be replaced. Oh, okay. So that's, we that's, are, I we, mean, that's good cost per use. Yeah, it, it, it really is. So over the course of the past couple of weeks, we've had most of the cedar shakes from the exterior of the house removed. They've been replaced. Um, they're still finishing up the replacement. But while that's going on, uh, there's one uh, side of the house... Uh, um, uh, there, there are three sides of the house that are being power washed in anticipation of our uh, 
of our staining that's going to go on on Monday. Yep. Um, so it, it really is getting... So a, no porch a, access. A, 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 yeah, no porch <laughs> access. Yeah. Uh, there, there's too much going on there. But anyway, it's a beautiful day nevertheless. There we go. Well, enjoy it. Uh, as always, get more over at markseewick.com. That's where you get more of the podcasts, the, the, the blogs. You have a new uh, blog going out, new newsletter going out. Yeah, newsletter is um, at the printers right now. That'll go out in about a week and a half. Um, it'll be hitting everybody's... Um, it references Beyonce, a little teaser. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, do, it does reference, yeah. Um, and um, I think Jerome Powell um, grinding to uh, yeah, <laughs> Beyonce. It's dance very descriptive. Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. <laughs> so how's that for a tease? There we go. Yeah. There we go. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, of course, all of our listings up as well. MarkSewick.com. Uh, we will talk to you again in two weeks. That sounds I'll be back. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure nothing will happen. Yeah, you're right. Right. Exactly. All right. We'll talk to you soon. It's Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran. <laughs>